starting our coffee conversation because we know that we're better together and that's what our church initiative is this year is hoping that there's those of us that know we're better together others that want to be better together but they're not involved yet in just growing with a group of believers or maybe they haven't even yet like come come to the point of saying Jesus, I, I want to grow in a relationship with you so that they can know God yet. So we're here to talk about that, but we're talking about um, our theories right now of if you're, so I have a theory about people are like cats or dogs, and so <laughs> this is definitely, don't look in the Bible for this, but it is um, the theory, we were discussing our theory of whether or not you are a cat or dog, and do we generally um, have that temperament or personality? Mm-hmm. And sometimes we marry the opposite kind of a person if we're married people. And so, yes. So you're the cat. I Kathy? am a cat personality. And you and you said you think Jeff. Maybe Jeff would be a like dog. <laughs> so you guys are perfect. Yes. You are helping to sharpen each other and smooth each other's rough edges. That is what all the time. <laughs> Meet in the middle. Balance. Yes. Well, I love that we're getting to have this podcast time because I love the way that you do family. I've witnessed that. We're in the same life group together, Salt and Light. And we also are um, leading women together. We're, we're, as we like to say, facilitating women to know the Lord and to enjoy each other's company in our women's ministry. So um, I just appreciate spending time around you whenever I can. So love you too. Thank Thank you. you. So do tell us um, with your family, tell us the names of who's in your family and just a little bit about about yourselves. Well, I'm Kathy and my husband is Jeff and my oldest is Katie and she's 19 and she is currently at McCook doing beauty school. And then Isabel is 17 and a senior. Jeffrey is 15, just got his learner's permit, so we're working on learning how to drive. And my youngest is Daniel, who is 12. So. Okay. And you guys must really like each other because you decided to homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> and do this all the time. Well, I think sometimes God puts us in situations in order to smooth our rough edges and bring out things in our hearts and make us do things that are not comfortable in order to grow and become holy. And it is definitely something that has not always been easy or enjoyable, but I would definitely say it has forced us to approach, (laughs) it's forced us to face some difficult situations Mm -hmm. and work through them that would maybe otherwise be easier to just ignore them Mm -hmm. or pretend like they're not there, even though they still are. And when we're around, we have have no choice but to address those issues Mm -hmm. and, through the process, I believe God has is working on bringing out, you know, as the Bible says, um, refining silver. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes we're in awkward situations or situations we don't want to be in order to bring out what's in our hearts. Mm-hmm. So that way we can remove the dross and become refined as pure silver. And I look at that in homeschooling and in pretty much every area of my life. Mm-hmm. Those situations that I hate. And they bring out those really ugly things in my heart that I don't want to address, that I don't want to see. Um, but I remind myself that God is refining me as silver. And if I and if I work on those issues and I bring them to God and I repent of them and I and we together work on them, 
then we'll become holy and purified. Well, I think that's one of the that's one of the many things that I really admire about you, Kathy, is the way that you invite in the Holy Spirit to do that kind of work in you. And I know you're committed to growth and you're bringing your kids under your wing in that same way, both you and Jeff are. And that you, I see your desire for God in such a way, <laughs> just that you wanna be pure hearted before him and you wanna be honest and authentic before him and other people. And I know that that is your greatest desire. I've seen that now for years in you and I appreciate that. I'm encouraged by that. It makes me wanna also dig in deeper with God too. So thank you for doing that. I know you're not doing it for me, <laughs> but I'm affected. Oh, thank you. And your family is blessed and the community is blessed because you are looking to God and keeping your eyes on him. Oh, so tell me how that hunger in you or desire in you first began. Like when did you first meet Jesus? Well, honestly, I can't remember a time where I didn't know Jesus as my savior. Mm -hmm. um, my, I'm assuming it was sometime during my kindergarten year. I went to a little country school and my kindergarten teacher did devotions every morning, um, first thing. And I think that I met him as my savior during that time. Um, like I said, I, I just always remember him as my savior and my friend. But it wasn't probably until about seven, eight years ago that he truly became my Lord. Um, I had gone through a really dark place in my life um, and I was angry with God and I was fighting him and I, I didn't understand. I'd always read the Bible and it was, I knew it was true, but there were so many truths in there that I had twisted that I didn't fully understand. Um, and there was one day that God spoke to my heart. I wasn't even in my Bible at the time, but he spoke to my heart. And I understood the meaning of Romans 8.32, where it says that um, God did not, um, <laughs> you know, he didn't just sacrifice his son, but he delivered him over for us all. Mm -hmm. How will he not also with him freely give us all things? Mm -hmm. And for the first time in my life, I think I understood that God is for me here in every single situation of my life, like constant, where I think before without even recognizing it, I was kind of a, a deist in a way, where like God saved me, but then he was distant. Mm -hmm. He wasn't involved in my life or he was just waiting for me to mess up so he could discipline me. Or I, I don't know exactly what it was that I had. Yeah, like a skewed view yeah. of the father of yeah. God. Somehow, I don't know where it came from or how it was there, but somehow mm -hmm. I, I didn't understand his intimate mm -hmm. involvement in every detail of my life. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, I got it, and every verse that I had known forever, like, all came together. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he loves me. Like, he's involved. And, like, nothing that I face, no situation is meant to destroy me ever like he's with me one of my one of my favorite names of of jesus is emmanuel because it means god with us and he never ever leaves us no matter what we face and um when i when i grasped that that he he already accomplished the biggest greatest thing possible by um rising from the dead and saving us from our sins he's not going to leave us to figure out life on our own He's not just going to say, okay, you know, I, I saved you, so 
you know, figure it out. He, he's with us and he'll never allow anything to happen to any of us that belong to him hmm. that isn't meant to refine us, that isn't meant for our good somehow. You know, I, I don't always understand it, but it's always somehow for my good. It's always, you know, to bring me closer to him. Maybe it's to get rid of an idol that is in my heart that I didn't even know. You know, like I said earlier about sometimes we're in those awkward situations in order to bring out things in our hearts that we don't want to see. Mm-hmm. But he loves us so much that he's not going to leave us there. Yeah. And when I got that, it, it changed. It didn't change my situation at all. I still was, I was still sick as what it was, but yeah, you know, but my view of God changed and I fully a hundred percent surrendered everything to him at that point. I was like, God, like at the time I was, I was physically really sick and I was like, God, if this is, if this is the rest of my life, so be it. Like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I surrendered everything that I was trying to hang on to because I'm kind of a control freak (laughs) or I have the tendency to be a control freak where I like to know what's going on because it's scary to be vulnerable. It's scary to leave your life in the hands of somebody else. Um, And when I, when I could trust his love for me and his perfect, his perfectness for me, that he's for me, I, for the first time surrendered my heart that says all I have, all I am, everything is, is truly yours, God, no matter where it is that you want to leave me, lead me, you know, whatever I have to go through, no matter how painful or how joyful, it's mm-hmm. you're the you're the master of my life, and I am your bond slave, mm-hmm. like that. And since then, my life has <laughs> grown, and I get it wrong all the time. Well, and so Con- you would have been married and already had um, all all of my kids, all of your yep. kids, and so then this revelation from God is when that happened. After yes. you already had your kids yes. and you were married. Okay. Yes. And about eight or nine years ago? Yeah, probably. About, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know the Around. year for sure, yeah. but yeah, and seven I to eight, I, I would say. Yeah. With his no, he, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, actually, you, know, it was, <laughs> it, you know, it was a moment where I changed, but at the same time, it's still a process of growth. Right. You know, so it's yeah. not like, and I, I believe, I know I was saved before that. I know I had a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. He, you know, I still. It was just that I didn't fully understand some truths. And, and that's where, you know, reading the word and understanding the context and exactly what he's saying is so vital because we can get pieces and we can twist it. And when we don't have that full, accurate truth of whether it relates to who God is, you know, is this relate to the character of God? And if it doesn't, it's not true, no matter how we feel, no matter what it looks like. And, and relying on that truth of... It is life-changing. <laughs> well, and ever since I've known you, that's what I see also, is your desire to just for truth. You're hungry for truth. And and you, I don't, I guess what, I'm going to back that question up that I was thinking because you started answering it just now about how you intentionally grow in your relationship mm-hmm. with God. So you definitely, I know, dig into scripture. And do you have a regular time? that you meet with God or how do you how do you what do you do to grow with them well I'm gonna answer that but first I want to say about the truth that knowing the truth I believe has saved my life literally physically and spiritually Mm -hmm. you know that's why I'm so hungry for the truth is because at a point in my life where I everything was messed up Mm -hmm. my feelings were off my you know emotion everything I couldn't trust anything literally and I would carry around a scripture in my, in my pocket 
everywhere I went and I would have to, I would reread it again and again and say, this is true, this is true, this is true. And I believe that that carried me mm-hmm. through a hard part because it's like what I see is always based on emotion and feeling and my perspective and my perspective is so limited, but God's perspective is infinite. And so when I can rely on that truth that this is true, mm-hmm. that's what gets me through. So that's why I'm so hunger for truth because my I don't trust myself. Mm-hmm. I don't trust my feelings. I don't trust my perspective because it's always slanted according to what, what I see or feel. Yeah. And, and so I always have to rely on, okay, this is how I feel, but that doesn't mean it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why hunger for truth. And as far as when I meet with God, I, I ha- do first thing in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. I wake up earlier than whenever I have to go anywhere so I can have that time because without it, I'm a wreck. Mm-hmm. I, it's necessary to me for survival. Yeah, like, me too. Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I, I can't get through my day without it. It's not a, it's not a to-do checklist. It's I need to meet because on my own, I have nothing. Yes. And, and I need to read and meet with my Savior and say, okay, God, like, I need you to get through my day. Mm-hmm. I need you to teach me your truth. I need you to just just meet me in every mm-hmm. every way possible. Do you um, have like a certain way every day that you do things or a place that you meet in your house or like what do you have any? <laughs> Usually I have my coffee and I go to bed. <laughs> and I sit in my bed next to my window and I study and and pray and then, you know, just prayer throughout the day. Like I would say it is a constant conversation. It's not just I study and then forget it. It's a constant conversation where every situation I'm involved in, I'm like, okay, God, give me wisdom. Or what is, you know, what's true in this situation? It's a constant conversation of what do you want me to learn here? Or what do you want me to do here? Or who do you want me to love? And how do you want me to love them? You know, just very specific things you talk to him about. Yeah. And sometimes I just complain or <laughs> give all my burdens like god this is bothering me you know i, I give it all to him and then so i also praise him he usually will <laughs> he usually will bring some sort of praise to my heart you know after i pour it out to him then he gives me some sort of praise like okay but what's good in this you know, what's true? What What is there to praise? Because when I am complaining, my heart's not in a right place. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to complain because we all have troubles and burdens and heavy things. Mm-hmm. And so I give those to him at his feet. And then he shows me in my heart either a song that is meaningful, that is truthful, that I can sing. Mm-hmm. Or he will give me a verse that I can meditate on. Or he'll just open my eyes to beauty around me or things that I can be thankful for. Mm-hmm in the midst of those bad situations of like, okay, God, I thank you that this is happening. I thank you that, you know, for this tidbit of whatever it is that is going on in my life. Well, it just occurs to me as you're sharing that, if anybody is listening and wants that kind of relationship with God, another way to kind of start working out that conversation with God is going to the Psalms and reading them out loud, meditate on them, Mm -hmm. think through, because that is what you're saying now is like, the way that the Psalms are written out to show us, hey, we can, we can really talk to God about everything. Yeah. And he does bring back to us what we need. And it's amazing the progression of going from complaining to praising about <laughs> at the end, I think pretty much at the end of every song, Psalm, you're going to see that just as you're experiencing mm-hmm. in your life. So I love that. Have you experienced that for the last eight or nine years then? Or Well, that was 
part of what helps me get through my days because yeah I think we have to be intentional to praise because as humans I think it's it's automatic to see negative it's automatic it, it's natural to see what's bad but when we know that we serve a good God and we are his really nothing is bad for us who are his like we are in bad situations but he uses them for good somehow so there's always something to praise and so i think that's i I have to be intentional about it because i know when i am in a complaining or bitter mood where i'm anxious or i don't like my situation i don't like where i'm at Mm -hmm. i don't like you know and it doesn't benefit my family it doesn't benefit those around me and it doesn't benefit me Mm -hmm. and so i have to force myself sometimes to you know what i serve a good god and i am blessed so I am going to be intentional of praising. And sometimes it's just turning on music where it's like, I will turn on praise music so I can praise him because I don't have anything right now. And, you know, I go through lists of when I feel like, when I feel like my situation is hopeless, Mm -hmm. I go through attributes of who God is Mm -hmm. and I praise him for who he is. And I praise him for his faithfulness and I praise him for who I am in him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if, if everything else disappears, that is everlasting. Like, God cannot change, so I always have something to praise Him for, mm-hmm. always, no matter what. And that is what gets me through some dark times. Or- and, well, and I know you are very vigilant about rejecting the lies of the enemy and replacing it with God's truth. And that's what you're describing, how you do it, and I appreciate that because, you know, there's so many of us out here, you know, and those listening also that are just wondering what to do with depression, what to do with brokenness, what to do with that. Like, do we just sit in it all of our lives? I struggle with it all the time. You know, I I do. I know what it's like to be severely depressed. I I get that. And I still struggle some days with the darkness of brokenness. And there's days that I just don't have the strength. It's like, God, everything is hurting in me right now. I see the brokenness and it hurts and I can't do anything about it. And it hurts. And I just, there's days that God's like, it's okay to rest and it's okay to not have any fight in you. It's okay to just rest at my feet and be broken, but don't stay there. Never stay there because you can, you can rest for a time, but then always come back to praising, always come back to knowing who I am and that this this isn't my home. And there's days that I long so badly to go home, it hurts. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's days I'm like, God, I just want to go home now. I mm-hmm. I'm tired. There's days I'm tired. I, I rarely feel good. I mean, mm-hmm. truly, honestly, there's very few days that I could say I truly feel good. But my life is good yeah. in spite of it because I am his. And I don't always see how he's working but I look forward to the hope that someday when I am at his feet, he is going to reveal every single detail of my life that he was working from the beginning to the end. And I will see how amazing he is. And I will fall down in worship of like, God, I had no idea. Like my, my vision is so limited, but his is so infinite. And I, I just long for that day some days, but it's like, until then, God, I will continue to just trust that you are good even when I don't feel it or when I don't see it. There's still good in the midst of it and you're still working and it's going to be glorious. And someday when I go home, it's going to be, I am going to be in awe and I will be rejoicing of 
how amazing he is mm. when I didn't see him. Praise God. This <laughs> is such a blessing for me to sit and talk with you and get my eyes turned to Jesus mm. while we're talking. I appreciate that. And, and for all of us listening out there too. Um, and that brings me to like the third part of what I wanted to ask you about. And what you're sharing with me is encouraging me because we're spending time together. Mm. And if you would just have this amazing relationship with God all by yourself in isolation, then I'm sure that would be some benefit to you and to God, but what would that do for the good of all of us? And so our initiative this year being better together and not being lost in the crowd, but known in community, what impact has that had on you being in community? What kinds of communities have you been a part of and what impact has that had on you? Why would that be important to anybody listening? Well, first of all, I am an extreme introvert. So my natural tendency is to isolate. And I have found out that that is one of the most unhealthy places I can be because then I'm stuck with my own thoughts. And that is dangerous. <laughs> that is just a scary place to be because um, it's just me. And Satan, the enemy, will attack harder. And I. It's harder to fight him when you're stuck by yourself. You know, like you said, I try to, I fight truth or I fight the lies with truth and that I get attacked and I get beat down and broken tremendously. And when I share that with somebody that I trust, it lifts that darkness. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's not as, the, the attack loses some of its stronghold, even if it's still there and I say, hey, I'm feeling worthless today. I'm feeling like I have no value. I feel like I have no purpose or what, whatever it is that I'm ta attacked with, or I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm a failure, you know, like I, I struggle with all of those tremendously, you know, and when I share that, then it's like that, that stronghold is broken because I can't always fight those lies on my own when I'm not always in a, in a strong place. <laughs> You know, and, and I need my brothers and sisters beside me to say, you know what, we love you. Mm -hmm. We love you even though you're broken. And yeah, that, that sounds, you know, like, yeah, you maybe made a mistake, but you're not a failure. Mm -hmm. Or, you know what, you have purpose and meaning in my life and I, I appreciate you or I love you. You know, like just mm -hmm. that community is so vital for all of us. Mm -hmm. um, and We can play so many head games uh, we, until we get also with people and just start being real with each other. Yeah. You know? And, and they go around and around and I figure out every possible scenario in my mind and 99% yeah. of them are false. Yeah. <laughs> like 99% yeah. are lies. And it's like I, I figure it all out in my mind and then it's like, but, and then I get with people and I'm like, it's not like this it's at not all. Like, none <laughs> of those were accurate. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so I think just meeting with people brothers and sisters who are safe and who love you it's like it gets us out of ourselves and and we grow because i have a limited view mm -hmm. like i'm stuck in my own opinions sometimes that i don't even understand anybody else's viewpoint until i hear them and i'm like oh mm -hmm. i didn't even think of that like maybe maybe that's not how it is yeah. you know maybe i maybe i was listening to that wrong or even if i was right I, especially when we talk about like biblical things like mm -hmm. they're so it's living and active you know, I can read the same verse 20 times, and depending on the point in my life, God can speak. It's always the same truth, but it, mm -hmm. it affects me differently. Where somebody may be going through, through something else, and they might 
put a complete different slant on it. I'm like, wow, that really meant something to me. Yeah. Um, and so community yeah. is community is vital. And I especially see that all the time in the Salt and Light group. I mean, mm-hmm. since we're both a part of that. And Very just, special group. Uh, <laughs> and yes, I mean, it's such a sharpening. Mm-hmm. We sharpen each other. Nobody's really afraid to say something that opposes, you know, yeah. or questions. But then we dig in yeah. together. We can go off on things and we aren't like, we all have crazy ideas. Yeah, we do. <laughs> you you know, and, and, and it's like, well, we, we can share those and, and they, there's so many people who are so grounded that it's like, but this is what's true in that situation. But and it's if not. We that, don't know. We yeah. say, what does? Yeah. What are you saying here, Jesus? And we yeah. can dig in together. And, and it's not an attack, or even if we don't have answers, just discussing it yeah. helps us seek Him. Yeah. You know, and He promises, when we seek Him, we will find Him. When yep. we seek Him with all of our heart, that doesn't mean He's going to answer right away. But when but we, we have seek, to ask the question. we have to ask, we have and to we seek. have to yeah. seek. And over time, I think he clarifies some of those questions. Not he may not always give us mm-hmm. direct answers or complete understanding, but through the process, I think he clarifies at least to a point where it's like, I'm okay with believing you're good in this. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I don't have all the answers, mm-hmm. I'm okay with under. You know, but we are still to seek. Yeah, We're and never, yeah. you demonstrated that in the way you explained how you talk to God in prayer. You know, you are a question asker. You ask him things. You ask him specific things. And I think that we all need to realize he wants us to do that. Yeah. That pleases him that we do that. And I don't always find my answers. Yeah, and we might <laughs> and not, you know, and there's the time times where it's like, God, good. why, why? You yeah. know, and I'll, I'll constantly <laughs> ask. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes after seeking, he does give me a piece or an answer about something. And sometimes he's just like, you know what, this is just too much for your finite mind to understand. So you just have to trust that I'm good. Oh, that's good. And that I'm yours. And yeah. and sometimes I can just rest in the fact that I don't have to know it all. Mm-hmm. Like, I just have to know him. Mm-hmm. I have to know what he, who he is. And that's what I try. I try and I feel miserably, but I try yeah. to weigh everything on, you know, what fruit does this bear? Mm-hmm. And is this an accurate description of who God is. It doesn't match with his character because he can never act apart from his character. Mm-hmm. He can never he can never ask us to do anything apart from his word. Mm-hmm. And so is this line up with what he says is true? Does this line up with his character? Does this line up with what he says of people? Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, it's not from him. Yeah. It's just a feeling or it's the enemy attacking yeah. or something. Yep. You know, and no matter if I like it or not, I want I want what's true because that is what gives life. Well, and it's so interesting. I was just thinking this morning how, like, I was just looking out at the trees in my backyard <laughs> and I was just thinking about how, you know, if you've seen ever a picture of where the roots are, like, as big as the top of the tree that shows yeah. up at the top, like, you're describing the way that you're rooting down deep with God. And I know that there are a lot of storms that can come your way and they're not going to topple you over because your roots are down there. But then like community and being Mm. a part of group is kind of, to me, like that's where you're coming to people and you're making yourself vulnerable with people Mm -hmm. that are imperfect. God is perfect, right? Mm -hmm. He can handle all our stuff and we learn that and our roots go down. But when we come up and out, people can hurt us and we we can be hurt and they can hurt us, right? I mean, because we're all human, I said that right. whether we mean to or not, whether we're intentional or not, we're all human and we all are broken and yes. we all fall. So what would we you all say make to mistakes. a person who is maybe kind of afraid to get out there into a group? 
First of all, I'd say that people are, you know, people are definitely vital. And I have been hurt by people. Yeah. And, and you're an introvert too. I am. And the people that have hurt me, I just always go back to God. And I give that hurt to God. And I'm like, God, this this truly hurt. And and sometimes I'm, I'm still learning, you know, boundaries in that area where, um, you know, where to protect myself versus putting up walls. <laughs> Like there's a balance there and I don't have that figured out, (laughs) but I'm working on that. And, but I think, you know, just because you have one bad situation doesn't mean all the situations are like that. If if you're being hurt by one group, Mm -hmm. find another group that you can relate to, find another trusted source that is there. And, and I feel like, you know, God asks us to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and he's the one that I trust. I, I trust people, but I trust people because I trust my God. Yes, because people well will always hurt us, yeah. no matter who they are, no matter their I intentions. And I will always hurt others yeah. without even intending yeah. to. It just happens because we're broken. Um, but I trust God, you is... know, because he will never hurt me. So I can trust my heart to others. I can trust being vulnerable to others because ultimately their opinions don't always make it true. Mm-hmm. And their influence even though it's good like you know there's that process of filtering where god's the one that defines me mm-hmm. period yeah. like that's where i have to lean on is god's the one that defines me so i can be vulnerable because he's the one that has my back and i leave it with him mm-hmm. you know it's like that's i can good. be at peace with all people as far as it depends on me mm-hmm. and i can love and and until I think we fully surrender our hearts to God, we cannot ever truly love because we're always trying to control or we're putting up protection, walls of protection around our hearts. Where when it's like I truly love Christ and I trust him with my heart, I can love because I don't expect anything back in return. Yeah. And because you know Jesus is in the midst of that. Yeah. And he's the center and he's the teacher. He's the rabbi. You're like when you know he is the focal point, then yeah. we can put up with each other's goofy thing you know <laughs> yeah like we really can we can but if a person is not about jesus or you know that isn't the focal point that isn't our shared mindset then yeah then we, we need to be a little more gonna, guarded or protected yeah, and or not <laughs> or spend that time there right you know so yeah. we think about how jesus drew again like a bunch of ragamuffins in to meet with him as yeah. disciples but they wanted him and they saw good in him and they they wanted to be a part of that well, there were other people that didn't meet with him mm-hmm. because they didn't want to go on with him. They didn't want to count the cost and go on with him. And so yeah. he let them walk away. So, yeah, there are ways to discern whether or not. And sometimes that's inside of our families, too. You know, so mm-hmm. that's hard. Like, we love, we want to love everybody. But as far as how we spend time in community with people, we want to be with a like-hearted, like-minded people for the yeah. Lord, you know, to grow in him. So you anyway, need them to at least build us up. Not that we, yeah. that's all we associate with. We're supposed to be in the world, but not of the world. Yeah. You know, so we can't have our best, closest friends with the world because then we will become like the world. But mm-hmm. so we need that intimate relationships with other like-minded believers mm-hmm. to hold us up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yet we can still go out in the world then but those aren't the ones that we are connected to in the same manner. Yes. Like what you said, you know, yes, we are, we love them and we are friends with them and we serve them, but we need those 
strong brother-sister relationships Mm -hmm. with those that we can trust and love and know that they're going to be there for us Mm -hmm. (laughs) and hold us up. Yep. And and that's it. I mean, those are anchor points for us, isn't it? I mean, you have a great family that you guys are building into and, and rooting down deeply in the Lord with. And then... I know Salt and Light. Are there mm-hmm. any other groups that have impacted you? Well, just we have about one more minute left, but any other groups or community life that's impacted you over the last eight years or so? Uh, my family, my extended family, I would say, is another strong point for me. And even my work, I have great relationships with the people I work with. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I actually have good, and women's ministry, mm-hmm. you know, like and those. And Jeff is serving in um, recovery ministry yes. right now. Yes. Which I know you have interest as well. <laughs> yes. So, that's, yes. That's kind of where my heart always has been, like, mm-hmm. for as long as I can remember. Yeah. My heart's always been to the the broken because I'm broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like everybody's broken. But I recognize my brokenness mm-hmm. and just the vulnerability of it. And I, I think that's kind of where my heart is just because it's like, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get how broken we are. And it just manifests itself in different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, some everybody's broken, but some people's brokenness is more visible maybe. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, or more yep. um, exposed or more, more vulnerable. I don't know how to explain that. Well, but certain things, um, we have unique things that might break us too. And so yes. sometimes we have experience or we have um, a desire, or we see maybe from God, like how to help remove obstacles, you know, that yeah. kind of thing specifically. But yeah. I, I know that I know that you're being led by Jesus, and that life is an adventure. And, Always, and, and, and He is taking you from one chapter to the next, and you are living life beautifully. It's hard. Every day is hard, because <laughs> life, life yes. is just hard for I. And anybody who says that life isn't hard is lying. Like, mm-hmm. life is just hard. It is hard. It's, you know, it. we're all broken, <laughs> and but we have an amazing Savior who redeems it all. And someday he is just going to put it all together and make it all good. Mm-hmm. And that's where my hope lies. You know, my hope lies in him and his mm-hmm. promises and who he is. And that's... And I appreciate you, and I know that I'm better because of you. So thank, thank you for you. sharing better. your... Salt and Light has transformed my life mm-hmm. just tremendously. That was prob- That would probably be the number one community that I can mm-hmm. say has helped me grow mm-hmm. the most. It would be the Salt and Light group has been had the biggest impact as far as community has mm-hmm. had the biggest impact on my life. Well, thanks to all in that group. We'll give you a yes. shout out if you're listening. And Bill Love and you all. Bauer, yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank and you. Brands, thank you. And just all of you. But I appreciate yes. you and Jeff and your family. Love them. Love thank you all. You. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for sharing with all of us today. And have a Merry Christmas. You too. Oh, I just dated that. I guess we better play this. <laughs> <laughs>